it's okay for you to ask the question where are things headed in this relationship i know asking that question has a bad rep but you guys would you rather be writing to me to ask me questions about a relationship that i don't know enough about or would you rather ask the person you're in a relationship with can we all just agree that we're not built for situationships we're not built for the inconsistency between your words and your actions. We're not built for doing things that couples do, but not having the title of a couple, not being able to say, this is my boyfriend, but you all are all up in each other's businesses, physically, emotionally. Um, it feels like you're an item, but you're not. We don't like that. As human beings, we like to understand what we're doing. We like to know that this is mine and I can, you know, lay claim to it, but we, we feel that, we feel that inconsistency between what we want and what is happening. But it's almost like because we're trying to be modern, we're trying to go with the flow, say like, oh, I have a roster of guys, I have a roster of girls, I'm not really going to commit. Um, we're allowing this to continue for longer than it should. Relationships should be easy to define. You should be able to say, are we talking? Are we friends? Because all this gambling with our hearts, all this, are we friends? Are we more than friends? All this, I'm single, but not unattached, which is a new one I'm learning now because apparently single is like, you know, not dating, but unattached is like there's people in the background. I'm just like, why are we kidding ourselves that we can be in this gray zone and not be stressed? Deep down, we want monogamy. We want a guy who wants us. We want to not be stressed. We want to know that, hey, I'm being pursued by this person. They're investing their time in me. I'm investing their time in my time in them. If it works out, it will be wonderful. If it does not work out, at least I was not being played. Nobody wants to be played. But at the same time, we want to feel like we are, you know, doing things the modern way of doing things, which is kind of like everything is up in the air. Everything is up for discussion. I can talk to another guy while I'm talking to this one. He can talk to other girls while he's talking to me. But actually, no, he shouldn't do that because I want to feel like I have power. We need to return to structure. But before I get into structure, let me clearly define what a situationship is. And it's from my book, Situationship, How to Stop Breaking Your Own Heart. Okay, so I say a situationship is the blurry space between being in a clearly defined romantic relationship and being just friends. And now this is me adding a bit more. It's almost like a prolonged talking stage. But then people can be in this stage for years. You know, one of the comments said two years. <laughs> yeah. Mismatched words and actions create this lack of clarity. One party or both parties act as though they're in a relationship while actively claiming not to be in one. Finally, one party is usually more committed or more ready to commit than the other. In a situationship, you know that something is off. It may be many factors that come together to create this off feeling, but the feeling is undeniable. You know that your relationship could be more explicit, more defined, and less ambiguous. These are some of the familiar ways in which people get entangled in the web of situationships. And I think I wrote this around the time where that word entanglement was trending for the reasons you know. Okay. He might be making confusing moves, like ignoring you when you're in the same room, but messaging you at the end of the day about how much he misses you. Yeah, they play mind games like that. And it's not just guys, girls do it too. It is actions like these that leave you questioning his motives. Is he bored? Is he horny when he messages you? Or does he genuinely miss you? 
these questions might very well also have you questioning your own sanity and why you choose to endure this kind of inconsistency. Yes, those are my emphasis. If they're my words, I think I can emphasize them. Okay, everything might feel like a relationship. You think you are the only girl in the picture. When he talks about his future wife, sometimes they do that. It is pretty much you who he's describing. Still, he never uses absolute terms to define your relationship. This style of dating is a scam that defrauds you of your time. Period. You're either friends or more than friends. The in-between stuff that makes up situationships is just stressful. She might tell you she does not want to be in a relationship because she's not ready. Girls do this. She might include heartbreaking stories of how much her last boyfriend hurt her. Mm-hmm. Actually, this relates to one of the story, one of the questions I'm going to answer at the end. And there might be details about how she needs time to heal. However, her unhealed heart has not stopped your emotionally and physically intimate friendship from blooming for over two years. So they might say that thing they don't want to be in a relationship, but then you all are doing relationshipy things. So it's like, why won't you define it if we are spending hours talking? We are, you know, spending time physically with each other. And it's not even necessarily sex because Christians would believe that we should say sex or marriage. But like, you all know when you're crossing the line, when you're like spending all your time with someone, that also counts because you cannot expect to spend insane amounts of time with somebody and the opposite sex and say nothing is going to be involved. Um, especially for women, I believe that people that have your ears have your heart. The people that you're listening to, yeah, have your heart. Um, so that's as far as I'm going to read. If you think this might be for you, honestly, I write very much like I speak. So if you enjoy it, you should check out Situationship um, where, wherever you get your books. Amazon took down my book for some reason. I'm sad about it. I've reached out to them. It's no longer there. It feels like it just poofed, which is heartbreaking. But it also has reminded me to take ownership of my work again. So it's now going to be on my website at defopsy.com. It's still on Apple Books. It's still on Google Books as an ebook. It just means that if you have a physical book, you might have a vintage copy, um, at least a limited copy until I figure it out. Um, but if you want an ebook version of it, please get it wherever books are sold. Apple Books, Google Books, and on my website at defopsy.com. I will put a link in the description. Okay. Now let's talk about the alternative. So we know situationships suck. So what can you do to avoid situationships? I won't be able to get into them in detail today, but I want to highlight four things you can do. And then I'm also going to link two guides that you can download. I thought of, you know, making them into my own words, but they're really perfect as they are. And I found this website called boundless.org maybe like 12 years ago in the middle of a breakup. It was not a situationship. It was an actual relationship. But like, I just felt like, why does this feel like a divorce? This can't be how dating is supposed to be. And then I found the website. It's for you, the young adults. It's been there for maybe over 20 years. And so many excellent Christian authors and contributors have written articles, been interviewed on podcasts. Some of them are famous people like Gary Chapman, Gary Thomas, the authors of all them five love languages. Actually, I might be missing that up. Maybe the author of um, Sacred Search, Sacred Marriage. Um, all these people have been, they've talked extensively about relationships. And the guides I'm recommending, one of them is called A Guy's Guide to Marrying Well for the guys. The second one is called A Girl's Guide to Marrying Well. And honestly, it is short. It is not a book. It's like a pamphlet. And it's just telling you if you want a path to marriage this is it 
Don't dilly-dally with dating for experience. Don't mess your, your, your life up by perpetually offering your heart to be broken each time you're in, you're in situationships. Just focus on intentionality, purity. It goes into it in detail. So I think you should check it out. Um, you should get into the habit of reading, investing your time and energy in something you want to learn about. We spend all this time in school, like Pastor Kingsley says, we don't spend as, Pastor Kingsley is a marriage counselor um, that's famous in Nigeria. Um, we spend all this time investing in our careers and building wealth, but so much, so little time in relationships. And I've also said it that like, if you want to marry, it's okay to say it with your chest, which just means to be bold about it. And that also means making moves like studying, reading books and investing more than the few minutes you invest listening to a podcast or a youtube video um on relationships so get those guides and then get my book because thank you <laughs> okay but let me go through these four things real quick and um oh my husband called one second okay so my four things for going from situationships to clearly defined relationships are you need to be confident in defining the relationship under that it means asking good questions in the early stages of relationships i'm actually going to help you out and create a resource as well for questions to ask in the early days of a relationship so stay tuned for that the second thing you need to be doing is involving an authority figure i know this one sounds archaic but there's a reason why guys used to have to ask fathers to date their daughters and i'm not saying that you shouldn't attempt to be in a relationship without your father knowing especially because i know all of us have different backgrounds but i think it's still i believe it's still a healthy practice to have somebody who is an authority figure over you your an older um wiser mentor your pastor your dad know in the early days that you're dating someone this just gives you accountability and it's not just it's not just for you it's also for them like they also should be involving people in this it shouldn't just be two of you um this works as community as well so it shouldn't be that you're dating in isolation and nobody knows about it so um again at a high level this helps you protects you from ambiguously dating your community like if i know some of my girls at church are dating i'm going to ask them after like a couple months oh what's going on how are things going you know if there are issues you can talk through them it allows you to have people that are helping you um, navigate this on on charted waters if you've not been in a relationship before how are you supposed to know how to date if you're not like seeking help from people that you trust i mean you should be reading because you should know the basics people are not going to answer all your questions some of the answers are in books that you need to read um but it also helps to have a community so let's put it as involve an authority figure slash a christian community or maybe both actually the third one is honoring god and what does that mean as an individual you should be somebody who understands what god has called you to be understands the principles of god to live life it also means that you know that you're supposed to treat each other like brothers and sisters and not defraud each other because situationships really defraud you of time so you, you want to treat each other like you belong to the same community of faith not just that you want to apply the principles of god to dating to setting boundaries to the previous point about community would make sense if you're people that honor god the fourth thing and final thing is really that you are treating dating slash courtship 
not as an experiment to gain experience because I think that's just so odd that people want to gain experience because it's really not just having exes is not it's not beneficial i believe it's actually baggage now um but i'll come back to it um choosing dating as preparation for marriage instead of an experiment is the final piece if you treat dating as preparation for marriage then you will not necessarily enter into a relationship if you're not ready for marriage you will not um be in a relationship indefinitely you will not be comfortable being in a relationship indefinitely if you're treating it as preparation for marriage these things are a bit cookie cutter so i know that life is a bit more fluid than this which is why you have your community people that know you and love you and love god that will help you navigate this season but if you at least treat it as this thing i'm trying to do is important i don't know enough about it so i want to seek out information about it yes i will watch youtube videos but i'll also read books I'm going to just have a running list of books I recommend linked below as well. So you can just read, I mean, skim through the titles and decide which ones apply to your situation and then start with one, then go to the other. Like I've always said, and I will continue to say, this is the first time actually now that I'm going to talk about this after he has passed. My favorite author, Pastor Timothy Keller of Blessed Memory. Um, yeah. He wrote the book, The Meaning of Marriage, and it is my all-time favorite resource on the topic of marriage, even more than my own book, the one I wrote. He had been married for about 40 years at the time when he wrote the book. He is an excellent um, thinker. Like I like that he's logical in his thought, but also spiritual. So it's easy to follow the rationale of what he's saying, and um, it just really makes sense. And I think you should start with that one to even understand what this concept of marriage is. Then if you're looking for questions to ask when you're dating, read um uh, preparing for marriage help for christian couples i have a book review about it your my hair looks so jagged in that video just forgive me it was my early days of youtube i will link it as well um <laughs> and then citizenship how to stop breaking your own heart kind of helps you think about your mindset and all the things you should be thinking about if you want to approach dating with um a plan as opposed to just winging it um yeah so those are some really good resources to add to adopt and finally i believe that if you're listening up to this point you kind of are agreeing with my idea that as a believer all things we do is to honor god and if you're not a believer i welcome you to join us join the faith um it's just life with god is life led by the spirit of god and that means that we don't get to be lost the spirit of god is right within us to guide us so take advantage of that as a believer take advantage of the spirit of god within you to guide you ask the holy spirit for help every step of the way as you're talking holy spirit should i even be spending time having these conversations with this person is this something else you have me do with my time during this season holy spirit please help me i don't want to fall for this person before i find out that they're not the one for me show me the way send me a sign give me wisdom send me to scripture help remind me of scripture um spend time with god man sometimes i forget it because i'm always with that googles my problems a lot but the holy spirit is an excellent helper and he really will help you if you seek him for help okay that was all the stuff i had to say about situationship for now other than go read my book but before you go this is the best part of the video i have two questions i want to answer yesterday i was at um i was at the love dating and marriage conference in toronto by Pastor Kingsley and Mildred Okonkwo. So it was it was quite great. 
but then there were so many questions that people had that they weren't able to answer so i took them down and i'm like when i get a chance i'm gonna answer these um so two questions that i actually really liked for this episode because they cannot relate to it the first one goes how do you find zeal to go into another relationship or even a talking stage after ending a six-year relationship because he couldn't decide when he wanted to settle down hmm. very great question the first thing that i just thought about immediately i read it is first of all you don't enter another six-year relationship because there is absolutely no need to be in a relationship that long without an end in sight like the only thing i can see people committing to a six-year relationship if you guys have had a conversation and say um this person is in medical school she needs time to focus on medical school but as soon as that is done we are timed not and then you have a, a deadline in mind but that you're just going for six years without a plan do not do that that's the whole degree that you could have gotten so with that in mind you're not going to date for another six years the first thing i would tell you is it's very hard six years is such a long time to have spent on an investment with no return which is what it is and you might be heartbroken so it is very fine for you to take the time to mourn you don't have to jump into another relationship immediately you can take the time to mourn this one and heal your heart because the tendency is to rush into another one because time has gone and you might carry some of the stress from this past one into the next one and you want to really make sure that you give the next person a fair chance so don't rush into the next relationship take some time off maybe you call it three months six months one year to just heal during this time take time for yourself but also look for resources that help you to heal faster so time alone might not heal if you just leave time maybe that looks like books to read during the season pastor mildred and kingsley have this book called heal before you deal i've not read it but sounds like something that might be relevant for you joyce mayer has a lot of books about you know healing from emotional trauma read them if you're not so much of a reader consider a counselor as well a therapist it doesn't have to be a long-term thing maybe just a couple sessions for them to coach you through um things to be doing um in this season or to kind of have a debrief for the relationship what happened what went wrong how can i avoid this in the future that could be one way to go but i understand that not all people have access to therapists so if you have access to one consider that the final thing is to also just spend time with god and ask him to guide you through the season to help you to heal your heart honestly god created us so if any part of us is broken he's the doctor to go to but that's not all um i believe that if you're ready to date you need to be ready to get married so dating is not the end goal like i was saying earlier the point of dating is to prepare for marriage so with for, for your next relationship i would ask you to consider a timeline i believe that most people can get married between one to two years they can go from hello to i do in that time anything longer my main you got into the relationship too soon maybe you were too young to be within a relationship or you did not count the cost before you got into it one of you might be dragging your feet you both might lack a vision for the end of this relationship you might be lacking guidance or essentially you're just wasting time so yeah if you're ready to date you should be ready to get married between within a year or two so 
keep it in your mind that in your next relationship you're not going to spend six years you're going to ask good questions in the beginning you're going to have things progress you have the ability to progress things now i don't believe that you should be the one always thinking and asking the questions like you might do that one or two times but then you should also observe the person to see if they are leading and moving things along because if they're not doing that now while you're dating there's no like there's no no reason for you to expect them to be doing that when you get married so it's a fine balance between asking good questions so that you're not wasting your time to also allowing them to lead but if within the first few months there is no leadership you can have a conversation about it that hey um i'm actually um what are your timelines like maybe not that blatantly but maybe more like um where do you see us going as a really in, in in this relationship um I'd like to I'd like to get married and I also want to date for the purpose of getting married but I understand that not everybody is thinking that way. What are your plans and what does it look like for you within the next few years? And have a conversation about that. The first one I said, what are your timelines was how may I ask my husband and he was not upset about it. We actually had a conversation about it. But I know that not everybody is going to be willing to be that upfront, but I did what I did, yeah. Um so also be genuine with each other don't form like because you are you have gone through six years of a an investment that did not yield anything doesn't mean that you should now like put a wall up with this person i say with the next person be genuine with each other just keep being genuine and you will find somebody that is also genuine with you so my my the summary of my advice here really is if you're looking to get into your next relationship first take some time to heal it doesn't need to be six years this time around you don't have you should not be dating for six years except Except there's some extenuating sort of circumstances where, like, I don't know. I personally, if you if you need to wait for six years, maybe you need to wait to date. But I know the people that make you work, but it's just not my recommendation. I say within a year or two, wrap things up if you can. So if you go for that, then approach this prayerfully as well. Um, you don't need to have another string of exes. Ask God to help you that you would like to get into a serious relationship for Him to lead you. Um, and approach this with with the confidence that God can lead you. Approach this with a healed heart and approach this with a new knowledge. You don't have to be dating for six years. Read the article in the description for the guide to dating from, <laughs> to going from um, hello to I do in a year. I promise you it's doable and we don't have to spend all this time accumulating exes. Okay. My last question for today is an interesting one. How do you know a man wants to marry you in the early stages of dating? Okay. Um, well, how you know a person wants to marry you is interesting because it's not just one way. Like, you also have to want to marry them. So, it's, it's a two-way thing. You have to want to marry them. They have to want to marry you. Um, I've seen it work a couple ways. First one is a lot of Christian men are direct with you. It might not, I know we don't like the God told me you're my wife because it is a bit lazy. It's a bit, um, makes it seem like the father himself directed them so you can't reject them. But some Christian men are very direct in the sense that they say, hello, um, I've been watching you, I've been observing you, I'd love to get to know you with the intention of potentially getting married. Um, would you be willing to get into a relationship with me? And then you say you want to go and pray about it and you pray about it and either decide to go ahead or not. That way from the beginning, you know that this person is talking to me because they want to marry me. The second approach where it might be a bit more fluid 
is that your conversations are either moving you towards commitment or towards confusion. You guys can quote me on that one. Um, as you progress in a relationship within the first few weeks, first few months, it should become clearer that this person is committed to you or you will be confused like you are right now asking this question. You you either be getting more clarity or you might be writing into someone to ask them because you're confused. Um, clarity looks like you spend time with each other, you've talked about goals, talk about the future. They've volunteered that I'm so happy I met you. I would, you know, this is how I would love to move things. You've had the conversation in some shape or form about timelines that I would like to get married once I finish my master's. Oh, okay. Um, how are things going with us? Like you will start to feel clearer that this person really is committed to me. You might start to meet their parents. Um, they might introduce you to more of their life and their friends. And then if you get to a point where you're confused six months down the line this you're you're talking you're learning about them but it doesn't feel like they've gotten any more committed to you it's okay for you to ask the question where are things headed in this relationship i know asking that question has a bad rep but you guys would you rather be writing to me to ask me questions about a relationship that i don't know enough about or would you rather ask the person you're in a relationship with how are, how are we how are we doing here what do things what is your plan for us um do you see this moving towards marriage it's okay to be upfront you're not put forcing their hand you're just getting to see what they're thinking because they've not volunteered that information i mean allow enough time to have these conversations maybe three months six months one year but at that point if you don't have the conversation you might find yourself in a relationship that is lasting five years ten years and it still hasn't happened because you're waiting. You are the captain of your life. You're able to. You're allowed to move if things aren't going the way you'd like them going. Um, but beyond that, I wonder if you can speak to a real person in your life that can guide you and give you instructions. Because I don't know the full story. Maybe there's more to it. Maybe there is. Maybe his people are going through different circumstances. I've heard that guys sometimes are financially motivated. So maybe he's going through a difficult time. But again, talk to each other and then maybe seek out a real counselor in your life. But in general, you either know because they've been direct with you or you know because your conversations are... They've talked about commitment, they've talked about marriage and they are taking steps to make that happen for you. That's all I've got for today. Please be sure to leave a comment, rate, review us on a podcast platform. Be sure to subscribe on YouTube. It really helps um, me and I appreciate your support. And um, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and share it on your story and let somebody else enjoy it as well. Tell me about your own situationship stories and how you've dealt with them, your current resolve. What do you think about the structure? What would you implement into your own life versus like, what are you going to, you know, what are you not sure about with the things we've mentioned so far? Again, it's your girl Foxy signing out. Thank you for listening today. That's all we've got for today and be sure to be back for more.